One and all, back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. And for the first time in a long time, I'm not alone. I want my boy Joey LaFaro. Joey LaFaro, welcome back to the studio. Say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. Oh, man, oh, man, it has been a minute, Joey LaFaro, since you and I have graced the stage of Dot Comedy together. You know what else has been a minute since? Since I could walk. I haven't walked in two weeks. Very, very true. It's been, it's been a very restricted two weeks. There's been a lot of things I can't do to take care for myself that I had to rely on others for. Okay. And I finally have been able this, this week to do those things again. All right. So I'm feeling a lot better, but a lot more tired. <laughs> yeah, a lot more work when you're uh, when you're injured. And you, uh, and you start getting on that mending. It's like, hey, I can do these things again. And you forget, oh, these things took energy that I don't have anymore. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Atrophy. <laughs> uh, Joey, we do have a special guest this week. Yes, we do. Oh, man, it is a very beautiful young lady that I've just met here on the Dad Comedy Podcast. Ms. Dreadhead, welcome to the Dad Comedy Podcast. Hey, hey. Oh man, oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night, Joey Lafaro. Oh man, we we, we have been we have I've missed you, Joey. I miss you too, bro. I, I've I've learned over the last couple episodes that um I can't do this alone. Um, it 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 fucks with the mental capacity of DJ Marcus. Uh, when I when I had to sit through and like actually coordinate. Video, audio, and everything else by myself, just sitting here. Um, it was it was hectic on my mind. Now, if I had to do it for another week, I think I could have done it. But I th- I think I would. If beyond that, I would have thrown this shit away, and I would have said, "This is my this is my dining room now." Uh, <laughs> it, just, it was just it just became such a, it became so stressful. But I'm glad you're back. Glad you're on the mend. I'm glad that we uh, we were back in the studio together. Um, it, these allergy season, man. This allergy season starting to kill me though. I, I wasn't I wasn't half feeling good about that because like I sneezed this morning and then I sneezed again. And I'm like, is this it? Have I, I like I can't ha- get COVID now. Thank like, you. I've, I've, after all the co- like I literally had my girlfriend breathe COVID in my face. <laughs> I didn't get it. I'm gonna get it now. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. I finally hit the first day of daylight savings and I'm starting to come out of the seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. And the sneeze happens and now like get COVID now. No. Yeah. No. I ain't going out like that. I literally went to uh, Maryland Live Casino last night, mm. and I was I started coughing just in the middle of the casino, and I'm looking around and people aren't looking at me like like no one's paying attention to me, which is which is awesome because again, being in COVID for so long, if anybody sneezes or cough near you, you, you look at them because you're like, hey, bitch, cover that up, go get a mask, go do something because I was I was butt naked, my face was butt naked out in the streets. I ain't wearing no mask. I ain't doing nothing. I, I am. Why were you butt naked? Well, in the well, my face was butt naked. I say, I say, I say it that way. Much, much like when I'm butt naked, it was just only hair for for the world to see. 
right around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, it's 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 a, it's a strange world we're living in. It, it, we're starting to get out of it a little bit. We're starting to, we're starting to get back to normal stuff. Uh, casino is where I where I find norm, normality. Mm-hmm. Um, because they took all like I, I went to the casino during COVID, mm-hmm. and they put all the plexiglass between the seats. Oh, they took all that shit down. Hmm. And I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Like, everybody can be elbow to elbow with these bitches now. And there was more space between people at these tables than I'd ever seen in my life. There was nobody crowding anybody. They were like, I, I can't give them six feet. I'm giving this two and a half. It's so weird, man. The, world, the world's going to change, Joey. You're going you're gonna to find a lot less white people bumping into you in the street. I think that's going to be a thing. Because white people have no sense of area around them. Uh, they believe that all space is their space. Are you so, sure? so they bump into people that I, don't care. I almost like. Cr- <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to hold that one in. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. You you don't have to hold that in. Like, no. Please, please. No, <laughs> okay, okay. We, we, you're here so we can have your perspective. Yes, they're man. sick of us. Uh, I, I, I hope. No, you're that right. one was so funny. That was that one right there because that I relate to that one. <laughs> I hope you're right because I almost like crutch slapped about 15 people <laughs> in the past week alone. Oh yeah, because we we have no uh, no no care for the for the crippled anymore. Uh, the crippled <laughs> they did not give a fuck about me. The crippled and the homeless are are two people that we just stopped caring about. Oh Lord, please have the homeless. I already got. <laughs> That's what my story about. Oh, Jesus. Nothing. <laughs> Some dude came up to me while I was eating, a, like I'm in a meeting on a tablet in the parking lot of McDonald's today because that was my day. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm on it, like literally looking at, at my work and he's like knocking on my window. Hey, can I get a sandwich? And I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any cash. I wanted to say, fuck, I'm in a meeting. <laughs> But I thought that was a weird thing because I like no, he's right. This is a McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> As I asked for this by being here, by being there for too long. Oh my goodness! I got I got a dude walked up to my car the other day. Like I was sitting there and I wa- and, he, and I was just I was getting in the car. <clears throat> now I have hood perspective, mm-hmm. so I'm watching everybody as I get in my car. So I'm trying to make sure when I get in my car that no one's going to rob me. So <laughs> I thought you were talking about a feature on your vehicle. <laughs> Hood perspective. Hood perspective. It's an alarm. <laughs> it detects when there's almost people coming to wash your windows with urine. Pretty much. But he walked up to the car, right? And he's like, hey, what's up, man? And he gave me five. And I was like, what's up? He's like, all right, so when are we doing this? I was like, doing what? What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, didn't I just talk to you on the phone? No, nigga. If I knew you, we would already be doing whatever the fuck we would supposed to do. He's like, oh, shit, you ain't Tommy? No, nigga, get the fuck away from me. If you don't get the fuck away from me. <laughs> this is on a bright, this is on that a sunny. That ain't shit compared to what the hell I went through today. This, uh-huh. Just today alone ain't shit. I don't, I, I didn't get enough sleep for what the fuck I got hit with at 730 in the morning. Oh, no. 730, damn. That's early. That's early for all bullshit. 730. 7.30 full of fuckery. Okay. I'm, I'm a store manager at Paul, right? And this is why I stay privileged because I work up there with a lot of, you know, white, up-class up people. So they come to get their bougie cups of coffee and shit. They don't even like Starbucks. Fuck Starbucks. 
They want upper Starbucks. This is but be this is like the king and queen of Starbucks. So where I work at, they want top-notch shit. So they come there. Around the corner is a plethora of homeless people. I'm talking about it's a whole colony, a whole homeless community. They have their pants and shit out there. They be having their blankets. They trade shit. They barter. They do all that shit out there. It's a neighborhood. So, it's called Plethora Gardens. That's how it's a, it's a, even the homeless. It's a whole people. garden of of homeless people. Like they just planted their tents there and they just get their pots and pans and make crackhead stew. Like they just sit right there. <laughs> Not crack stew. <laughs> yes, crack stew. They try on the shit they stole from Macy's right there, uncurtain and everything. Pussy out. They don't shave, so this is wolf pussy. Oh no! Oh my god! I seen a possum play out the tent. One head of the possum as a goddamn dog. I cannot make this shit up. So, she, the, the lady, she's sitting outside. I seen her sitting on my chairs and shit. So I'm like, okay, I hope she don't come in here with the fuckery. So she did. As soon as I turn around, she in the store. It was like a GTA moment. She was just out there. I turn around for a corner of a second. I turn back, the bitch in the store. I said, what the fuck? Did the door open? <laughs> so she in the store. She trying to get a cup of coffee. She didn't have money for the coffee, of course. So she tries to cuss out my Latino co-worker. So I'm not letting her go to the racist part. So I cuss out and said, look, you see my skin. You see, I'm I'm not from here. I work here with all these motherfuckers. Don't let these white people see us act niggerish in here. Come on now, get the hell out of my store now. Come on now. So I got to apologize to them because they see me all nice. I'm an upper class nigga. They see me just get the low income nigga just in like the quick of a second. Like I just became two different niggas that quick in front of them white people. So that was already fucked up. So... After that situation, she, I think she leaves. She's some old, uh, do you guys got a bathroom? I said, no, we don't have a bathroom. I turn around. I'm doing, my truck comes. I'm thinking the bitch is gone. It's like 9.30 now. Damn. She in my bathroom. Locked in the bathroom. Oh, oh no. I had to call the police. Then she stole a bag of chips and one mini croissant. I can't make this shit up. I have a recording of this shit. It's so it's wow. So she she, she went and hid in the bathroom until you were busy enough to where she could get to that bag of chips and that mini croissant. I know I, I I've seen that hustle before. They wait till you she disappear. She stole it in front of me. I oh, I'm not stole it. it. <laughs> that's like clever squirrel shit. Like that's what it. I'm a nigga. I'm not about to fight you over no baby croissant. <laughs> You take that shit and get the fuck out if you hungry. That's what you should have did in the first place instead of sleeping in the bathroom. You should have just stole the shit and left. You want to sit and make a scene? That's like that stray cat that comes up to the picnic and you're like, get the fuck out of here. And then you like go back to having your picnic. And next thing you know, they stole all the lunch meat out the (laughs) basket. (laughs) Pretty much. They they Winnie the Poochie. Yeah. They Winnie the Poochie. That's that's, that's what we call a Winnie the Pooh in in retail. Oh um, man, I had a I had a crackhead incident in my store. See, this is this is it, it, it again. She just spawned a thought in my head. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting in my office, um, like so. The first whenever spring starts, I get a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in the office with the lights off in the dark because my head hurts and everything else is killing me. So I get a, a message. I get a page, and my guy who's working frozen food says, "Hey man, uh, can you come to the uh, the dog food aisle?" I'm like, why the fuck is the frozen food guy calling me to the dog food aisle? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. So I walk over to the dog food aisle, 
And I look down the aisle, he's standing at the end of the aisle holding a pack of ice cream. And I look down the aisle, and there's cups. All the cups I carry on my shelf just laid out on the floor and then bags of dog food on the other side. And I just look down like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and he looks at me, and he's, and again, he's holding ice cream. So this is all melting in his arm <laughs> as this shit's happening. So I'm like, what the fuck happened? He's like, some crackhead just knocked all the shit on the floor. No, the fuck they didn't. <laughs> no, the fuck they didn't. And nobody saw, nobody saw the crackhead doing this. And he's like, nah, she went out the door. Huh? And so I'm like, okay, I got it. She's like, why is he holding ice cream at the end of it? Because he, he just walked from the ice cream aisle over to the over to the aisle. Because he's working out, he's working frozen food. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay. And then I, I walk in the office. I look at the camera. Now this crackhead had hit two spots in the store. No one knew the first spot because she did. She did a she did a, a mini mini mischief at the first spot. So she took like five packs of cookies and threw them on the floor first. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, no one noticed that. So her ass walks down the aisle into the paper section and just starts knocking every fucking thing on the floor. Customers walking past her. One of my cashiers walked from their register and looked down the aisle. Didn't say anything. We all carry communicators. He didn't say shit. Hey, hey, uh, there's a crackhead throwing shit on the floor up front. Nothing of that sort. He walked from where he was to the ice cream aisle to get the frozen food guy. Why didn't you call me? And I'm sitting, I'm, so I got to yell at every fucking body in the store behind a crackhead doing some shit at 9 o'clock in the motherfucking morning. I was, oh, like, I was like, this is the most ridiculous ass shit that Laurel has to offer. <laughs> I had a crackhead OD in the bathroom. I've had that happen. That was that was that was that was I couldn't that was hard to explain to your your GM. So it was it was an awkward conversation. Cause I the way I called him, I was like, uh Ibu, uh the, the bathroom is um not responsive. Um it OD is uh is this deceased? It is done. It is gone. Um, it is unusable. It was like, what are you saying? Like the bathroom uh, dead, though. <laughs> it's a clock in the bathroom, dead, dude. <laughs> he said, "What? Uh, Pop bellies down uh, archives." I was working. Yeah, I cannot make that up. It was. It was. That joint is haunted forever. It's a clock of dead in the yeah. bathroom. That's why I wouldn't go to the bathroom. It felt like somebody was in there with me. It felt like it grabbed my snatch. That's because it's my identity. <laughs> I'm surprised it was a crackhead because Laurel, meth capital. I would girl. think meth would be more. Likely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was. It was. She's probably on meth, but I call her. I call them all crackheads because okay. because it, it works easier. For, it works easier for the joke. Um, <laughs> if I said West Virginia, I say meth addict, and everybody be like, "Yup, I understand that." But meth or heroin? I, I think it's heroin. a matter of time in Columbia because Columbia is starting. They they there's there's panhandlers on every corner. Really. And now they're spreading into the parking lots before long. That's the next step is, is you know, it's like panhandling, solicitation, OD in a bathroom. Like those are the. <laughs> That's the progression. Wait, I skipped one. Uh, when 
dirty window washing and then then OD <laughs> then, in the bathroom. Yeah, once once you hit dirty window washing with uh with un, with unclean water, which I don't understand in America, where you yeah. found the most unclean water to spray on my goddamn where window. The, where the fuck is they getting this water from? That is so <laughs> it's just a bucket. Like, that's a, it's that's a bucket. That's, it's, I mean, like, they don't even actually get the like water. They just get this 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 pail. And this pail is already full with this ooey gooey ass fucking water. Like, where the fuck is they getting this dirt mother ass water? It is. They have one bucket, and then it rains, and then that's the water, and then it just, <laughs> it just gets refilled when it rains the next time. They, At no point they use is it recycled water. At no point is that bucket <laughs> dumped out. So every time that that draws go back in, <laughs> when they clean their draws for it. Oh my goodness! Every time they wring out the pair of drawers, they're using to wipe your windshield. <laughs> that, bucket, they just that bucket, bring it off the booty minerals right there in the bucket. <laughs> that, that bucket is an ecosystem. It is full Ugh. of algae. Probably so. That dog so. got all kinds of E. coli and no rivers in there. You know, you know what you didn't hear about dying during uh, COVID? What? A bunch of homeless people. You would think a bunch of homeless no. people. You would think a bunch of homeless people would have had COVID. They, homeless they, people, they was they was like cockroaches. They're outside. It's hard to get it outside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they they the they like they, they always <laughs> out. There's no way they could get it. That's a like, rich man's like, It's no way. COVID is the unless they, the only way they could get it is they go around people that ain't homeless. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. I don't know to say, but. It's true as shit. They, they it's get, true. They get when they sneak in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh Jesus! Anything else happened this week, Jim? Uh, no. It was mostly just I saw I saw the Batman. Okay. Um. I'll see that. See a matinee or rent it. It was <laughs> if I had paid more than matinee price, I would have been annoyed. Okay. But I think. Oh be, man. But don't take my. Some people will like love it. If you're a Batman fan, you'll probably really enjoy it. Um, but if you're, I'm a Christian Batman fan with the orange lips. I this he got skinny lips, so I already knew this was gonna be a bad one. <laughs> you know, he actually the thing he does like the acting was this is the thing. The acting was good. The production value is awesome. It is a beautiful film. But there's some things that happen. That if you think about them for like a minute, you'll go that that don't that don't um, that dog don't hunt that dog don't <laughs> that that dog don't hunt. I understand there, completely what you few, mean. There's a few of those pretty much ones. if you are if you if you a Batman fan, you'll you'll pick up that ain't something right with this mother. It's not even a like ba- it's not even a Batman thing. It's just there's certain things that happen that you go. That's not how that works, and like it just like like things he does with police that it don't work that way. And then there's other things that he there's other things he doesn't do as Batman that you would expect Batman to do. And then there's oh. things that like may be racist, but like so they, a, they made a, a white key. privileged Batman. Well, they made the true Batman. Like so, exactly. so they made they made they made the Superman of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> So they, made, that, they made a privileged ass goddamn Batman. Yes. He was already he was already rich as shit. Goddamn, he got to be that goddamn privileged. Too. He used to give back. Now he all man. 
So, and basically, he goes and talks back to the police. Uh, he lost in this. <laughs> he fights them. He one, fights the police. He fights the police at one point. Do they play fuck the police in no, the background? No, he fights the police. <laughs> they should. They should have fucked. Like, if they play fuck the police, I would have gave him another. I would have gave him an spoiler, in on the nigga car. Spoiler alert. Um, he gets himself blown up. Oh. Well, but, all but, of them do at some point. No, but this he this is completely his own fault. <laughs> Instead of stepping back as the bomb counted down, he stepped into the bomb. Mm. Then got knocked unconscious. Then the police take him back to the station. Don't remove his mask. But a few of the cops are like, fuck him. Take that mask off. And he's like, fuck you. You ain't taking the mask off of shit. So he starts swinging at him. And then they're like, ow, I have you on assaulting an officer. And then Gordon's like, hey, hey, chill. I got this. And then he turns to Batman. He's like, hey, punch me and take this key. And then <laughs> and then he cold cocks Gordon and runs. Sounds like sounds like emo Batman. The very next scene, Gordon signals him with the bat signal. With a black eye? Yes. <laughs> so he all Willy Lump Lump sending signals. He sends, he sends the bat signal. A light in the That's sky. That's a toxic relationship. I'm just going to be real. That sounds like six months into a toxic relationship. <laughs> sure the fuck is. But here's the funny part. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Like, I'm listening to my homegirl tell me. <laughs> Her six month story about her toxic ass relationship. But I love him. But I love his dirty ass. He blew out my back, my windows, and stole my car purse. But I love him. Commissioner Gordon's an abused girlfriend. This is, this is what well, he's come the, down to. He wasn't commissioner yet, but here's the funny, here's the part that I didn't get. So. Then he goes and he tells him, yeah, I put an APB on you, so I, so they think that, you know. And I'm like, you are shining a light in the sky <laughs> to where the fuck he is. Oh, my God. How <laughs> stupid are the fucking cops that no one thought to look for the bat signal in the sky and go to it? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand where this movie's going. <laughs> it just was a thing that happened, but no one, like everyone, just like, oh, you can't. Uh, it's just a movie. Like, see, no, no, no fuck you, because you're like, it's the most realistic Batman ever. Like, no, 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 no. You can't tell me it's realistic, and then that dumb shit happens. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Exactly. Like that. That. That is just snitching on yourself. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. You, you can't. <laughs> you can't put a spotlight on where you're head, where you're headed to with the guy that punched you in the face. And and it, <laughs> when you see it, I challenge. I you love to, you. I love you so much that I'm a snitch on us. <laughs> I'm not going to give anything else away. I want you to, when you watch it, just tell me two things. Did you think that the, did you think that the Batman Catwoman thing was organic? Okay. And two, did he actually prevent any crimes? <laughs> just watch it. It seems that. like to me when you say that, it seems like he evil. Let them get away. <laughs> you want to take? <laughs> Did you ever see Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. You know how? Nah. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, he like uh, is like the Nazis are trying to get the the Ark of the Covenant, right? Mm -hmm. they're, 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 and Indiana's trying to stop them. At the end of the movie, he he doesn't actually stop them. They open oh. the, the Ark and their faces melt, and that's how they lose. But if you think about it. Indiana Jones doesn't actually have anything to do with that outcome. Nope. 
He doesn't. He 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 could have stayed home, and all the same shit would have happened. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I felt about this Batman movie. Gotcha. To me, to me, it was like a beautiful idiot. You ever know somebody who just like they're gorgeous, but god damn it, they say some dumbass shit. <laughs> you so stupid. You you can't. yeah that. <laughs> That that was how I felt. That toxic about it. relationship. That's what that was. That's a toxic. That's a toxic ass relationship. That uh, that whole movie that was from beginning, and that wasn't even a whole movie. That was like six. That was like six minutes. As you just tell us <laughs> a snippet of, and I and that sounded like six months of depression <laughs> and hard work and dedication to a fuck nigga. <laughs> it is a three hour film. It's three hours. But I will tell you this. I did I would have died. I did not I did not recognize Colin Farrell at I would have left my soul in the chair to watch that shit. <laughs> it's worth it's worth it. Like this is how good a job like visually they did. I, the, they made Colin Farrell look every bit like the penguin to the point where he didn't know yeah. there was no part of Colin Farrell apparent. Yeah, I saw I saw the, I saw it in an interview where they showed the picture of him and the penguin side by side and it was like that's that can't be him in that. It's so it's so much doesn't look like him that I did not even remember who he was, like wow. by name. Oh, wow. I, I thought I had like I had to be thinking of somebody else. No, okay. it's that's Colin Farrell. They just did whatever the hell they did to make him look like, you know, uh, Lou Costello <laughs> with scars. Hey, industrial light and magic, man. That's what that's the shit to get that shit to get us, man. Oh man, but Joe. We're going to take a quick break, man. Okay. We're going to come back. We're going to sit down and have a conversation. We like to, we like to sit down and, t- and take it slow and, and talk to our guests. <laughs> something wrong? There's something flying around. Oh, uh, yeah, I see it. Some, that's why I don't <laughs> open doors. Fucking Phil. Um, we, we like to sit down and have a conversation with our guests. We like to learn a little bit more about <laughs> the beautiful Miss Dreadhead just to see, just see who she is. Uh, but we'll be, back. we'll be back in a minute with more fun and more thrills on the Die Comedy Podcast. And we're back with the Back Comedy Podcast. This segment of the Back Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Smooth My Balls. That's right, the Smooth My Balls. Turf Chopper 3.0. It's the .comedy Razor of the Year. You need to get yourself one because when you get yourself one, you will be joining the team. That's right. The Die Comedy team all has their own personal Smooth My Balls razor. You need to get yourself one because the summer's coming up, Joey LaFaro. And ladies love a smooth man on the beach. Because a hairy man on the beach. <laughs> hairy man on the beach is nothing but a trap for jellyfish. So get yourself a smooth my balls, Chirp Chopper 3.0. You need to smooth my face. You need to smooth your face. I, I'm haggard. I, 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 I gave up on grooming I understand. For, during the uh, during the hip the hip period. Uh, I understand. Oh man, but well, we're back on the Dad Company Podcast. DJ Marcus, Joey Lafar, our special guest this week, Ms. Dreadhead, joining us again on the CPMMA Fight Line. You got it up there. 
Nah. Of course you didn't. I wasn't ready. Uh, Jesus Christ, Joey. There it is. The CPMMA Fight Line. That's right. CPMMA, the local fighting gym of Joey LaFaro. Oh, I forgot. You forgot? I forgot that there was a fight this weekend. Yes, there was. Uh, Piaki Zimmerman. Freedom Fight Night mm-hmm. happened on Saturday. Yes. Um, and all I had to say is, fuck that promotion. That was the most ridiculous propaganda-ass shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Did you get to get it finally watched? You- so, so, I, so this fight was on something called Clout Hub, okay. which apparently is like a lot like Parlor. Um, and then like we tuned, like first I was able to like, first they said, I, you know, I signed up and it said, Oh, it'll, you'll send you the link within 24 hours. Like it's under 24 hours. Why don't I have the link? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, we'll send it out, out around seven around, sorry, around six for the event that started at eight. Okay. I got the link at seven. So apparently around six means seven <laughs> to them because they're conservatives and they can't spell or know how long a phone number is or fucking speak. Um, so they start doing, uh, they start doing the, the, the events. No, I shit you not. Like they, so it would alternate between, they would have a fight and they would have, then they would have a propaganda and then they would have a fight and then they'd have a propaganda. And they were just like the guy promoting it and Frank Mir taking turns saying shit that didn't really make sense about how like the, the plumbers and, and mechanics with tattoos that are that are raising our families. I'm like, none of those people are raising my family. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the, pr- the plumbers and mechanics with tattoos are raising our families? Yeah. It just was like the dumbest fucking shit. And then you went from that dumb shit to like the fight would end between two people who had like never fought before. Uh-huh. One guy, I swear, they got him off the street. It was like this tubby marshmallowy guy who clearly had sunburn he looked like guy fieri except bigger and he goes in and he goes in against this arab this big egyptian dude and he just a dude just knocks him out like within the first 30 seconds and we were all like, him in the face. Eh, predictable yeah <laughs> and, the, and the egyptian guy looks back at the camera and winks and that's the end of that one <laughs> then another guy, another guy said that we needed uh, because of all the pestilence, we needed to dwell into Jesus. Um, <laughs> what? Yes, those aren't words. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the fights, <laughs> the fights are going. So my friend was uh, Piaki, our dear friend Piaki was fighting the main event, mm-hmm. and the fight before him, or one of the fights before him. One of the one of the fights got stopped because of the guy was getting hit to what we thought was the back of the head. At the end of the here's the thing, the last punch was thrown directly at his neck. Oh, repeatedly. So we're thinking, <laughs> okay, that guy got disqualified. This is a DQ. Yeah. No. They gave the guy the technical knockout. What? Yeah, because they said it should have been called before that. Come to find out later that night, dude's heart stopped. They had to resuscitate him. Wow. So, few fights later. Wow. Few fights later, uh, Pianchi fights a dude who was on house arrest. Uh, uh, huh? Yeah, I didn't really know this going into it, but apparently there was he was supposed to fight somebody else, and there was a shuffle, and then this guy, Tito Ortiz. So here's the thing. Tito Ortiz had one team, uh-huh. and Rampage Jackson had one team. And so the, the whole night they're like giving points for whether you knock them out or won by decision or whatever. Yeah. 
And then, <laughs> then you get to this point where it's the last. If they're tied going into the last match, like 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 freaking every movie. <laughs> so the fight starts, and and the guy gets Pianchi on the ground, but he clearly didn't want to throw hands with Pianchi. He would have gotten the fuck destroyed if he was standing yeah. up. So he tries to get Pianchi on the ground. He starts like throwing wild ass punches at Pianchi, and he's blocking them. A lot of them are hitting the fucking ground, but the ref like races in, and Pianchi looks right at him and goes, "I'm fine," while still blocking shit. And he called it. They stole it from him. They stole the fuck out of it. They stole Frank it Frank Neer him. told him so. Rampage Jackson told him so. Tito Ortiz couldn't look him in the eye because the motherfucker knew the fucking shit was. Also, Tito Ortiz was wearing rubber gloves the whole fucking night. Like, I don't know if he was making quesadillas on the side or what the <laughs> fuck he was doing. We wearing gloves like he thinks he's a cut man. These dudes didn't like. Here's the thing. I guarantee you. That these fighters did not know that they, these that either Tito or Rampage, Rampage were involved because I we literally found out yesterday. Wow! So sorry. That is. I only bring this up because we literally had them on last week. Yeah, and we forgot to talk about what happened. Yeah, because I saw Pianki's post. Yeah, and I was like, okay, how do, how the fuck do you do that to a? The Florida Athletic Commission needs to fire the fuck out of that ref. Yeah. Because he almost let a man die and then overcompensated by ruining the main event. That is, was it the same ref from Cobra Kai? Uh, the last episode of <laughs> Probably. the current season of Cobra Kai? Probably. Okay, because he got paid off by the guy with the ponytail. And uh, if there was a guy with a ponytail, you don't trust him. So Rampage think- straight up accused Tito of paying off the ref. <laughs> 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 and the fucked up part was the guy who was like the promoter like right before that like gave this whole speech about, hey, it's been a great night, and, and we did, you know, he said he was gonna say, that we, you know, nothing was rigged, but then he mispronounced it. He was like ricked. Oh, it wasn't ricked. Yeah, so I think he did that on purpose because it actually was rigged. He forgot it was only the one fight. <laughs> we haven't had any rigged fights this evening. All the other fights, were, huh? All the other fights were pretty cut and dry because yeah. like someone like literally got knocked out, and usually many of them were very quick. Got punched in the neck and almost died. <laughs> That's, uh, well, they did die. They had to get brought back. <laughs> Let me take that back. They, they stole the soul. Somebody's soul left. <laughs> they got it back. <laughs> you got it but, back just in time. Thank goodness. They got goodness. it back in time. Thank goodness we did survive. I did have a fight happen over the weekend, but it wasn't. It wasn't professionally, and it was, it was my ass, and I feel so bad for him. I think he stopped doing anything in life now. I think he get he got his ass up. He, he, like, I seen a grown man cry, oh. and oh. <laughs> I think he stopped doing everything in life. <laughs> After that ass whooping, I think that ass whooping made him, like, not want to do comedy, <laughs> not want to rap, sing. <laughs> Goddamn. That sounds like your soul was taken. That's yeah. what it sounds like. That was that's a oh my god, true! Like this happened. What was it? Saturday, when the fight? Yeah, it was Saturday. My man Toe, which is my husband's friend, childhood friend, was supposed to be boxing. Another boxer named Wolf. Oh wow. Okay. But okay. before that fight, it was supposed to be another like other fight. So one of the guys named Gunsmoke. I think you met him, Joe. Gunsmoke. Like, he think the show. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The guy, the guy that vaguely, performed at the end. I vaguely remember that. That's yes, a, I was pretty. He, drunk he made all the retarded jokes. Uh-huh. Joe, 
Joey's like, Joey's like, yeah, I'm not a guy named Gunsmoke, I believe. <laughs> I, I was pretty drunk at that point. In the oh, okay. Yeah, he was. He was fucked up. But <laughs> he drunk that sexy bottle. I told him not to drink that shit. Oh. But <laughs> not all of us can get turned on cranberry juice. <laughs> but like, we, he was pretty much like, he's trying to be a comedian, but he tried to be a boxer too. So I'm like, bro, you got to pick something. Like, you can't try to do bro. So everybody's telling him, like, look, don't go in this joint get your ass with for no followers. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not worth it at the end of the day. Like, being a comedian is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of work into it. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, like, you got to follow him and be dedicated to it. And he thinks that, like, getting into the most craziest stuff is the way to go to get views and followers. No, that's not the way. He got in that ring, and first of all, the ring was made by McGavin himself. Like, it was wood. <laughs> it, it was a wood floor. Especially rigged ring. If someone <laughs> invites you to fight them in a ring they built with their with their hands, don't fight in them. In their backyard with wood. Yeah, no. Oh, nah, you good. Oh, hell no. Nah. That- he got his, and then he had on the Kmart Owl threes. <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness! No. He got his ass whooped. It was, it was bad. I got man. I haven't seen him since. He hasn't came to no shows or nothing. He ain't even come out in public. I haven't seen that man make a video, a live speak. He hasn't grown okay. nothing. That he ain't ate nothing ever. Like that man got his ass whooped so bad in the first three seconds. Oh wow! And oh, then wow. after that, it looked like a two T fight. It looked like two toddlers was fighting. It was just like this. Fight, it was fucking hilarious. I'm just watching my man get his ass whooped. He just <laughs> when he went down and went out the ring with them Kmart Owl Elevens. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, listen, I I hurt my hip in December. I'm gonna be out for another five months. But if I had hurt my pride, I'm not you out forever. I was out. Would have been out for a whole year or yeah. possibly more." You know, you know. Well, I understand that. I watched it. I watched the interview with uh, with uh, Roy Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. and he was talking about the Tyson fight that uh, exhibition him and Tyson had. And one of the interviewers was like, "Yeah, man, when you when you and they announced that fight, and we saw Mike in, uh, in like training, we were really worried for you." And Roy went, "I was worried for me too." <laughs> <laughs> he was like. It was like they got in the ring and he was throwing, he was just throwing, he was throwing exhibition punches at Mike. Right. And Mike was just, oh, whoa, whoa. And he was just ducking everything. And he's like, this nigga really want to fight me because he is trying not to get hit so he could fuck me up. (laughs) Mike with Apollo Creed on that shit. He's like, this is is my comeback. (laughs) I wouldn't want to get my ass with no man with no little ass voice like that. I'm sorry. Hey, that's 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 the motherfucker that can do it. I'm sorry. That's the one motherfucker that could do it though. It's yeah. a tiny voice human being known fuck as Mike Tyson. I wouldn't <laughs> even want a man with a tiny voice to fuck me. That should have thrown me off. <laughs> Fight me or fuck me. Like, <laughs> oh my that would be hilarious. <laughs> like fucking like, squeaky toy. Like I don't want to see I'm my. I'm gonna t- do you stop. Like, I don't want to see Mike Stop. Tyson fuck, but I want to hear it. I, I, I don't know why. 
If you wanted to fuck a rubber ducky, you'd do it in your bathtub. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh my goodness. We we have we have cut into our interview segment. Julie I'm sorry. Before. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, we had all, we but, all gone sideways. Yeah, but we had we had to talk about we had to talk about the Bianchi fight, man, because because it, it, it is it is topical, and it is now. But uh, our special guest this week, Miss Dreadhead, again, welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, man, definitely a pleasure having you on. Um, so, how long you been doing comedy? Six years. Six years. Oh, okay. Uh, now, now, did how has the pandemic been for you? Because that, that's a question I ask every comment that comes on. Because I, I really want to know: Has it been trials? All had a thought with no with no with no draws on. Who pussy is phed off? Oh my god! I can't stand it. Like, <laughs> ooh, the pandemic was such a bitch, but it was a blessing. Like it was, like it was a bitch, but a blessing. Okay. Because it gave me time to like really get myself together for what I was preparing to do. Okay. Once the pandemic like slowed down. Yeah. You know, it was it was hard financially. It was hard like it, like booking. It was it was just like stopping me because I'm like, dang, well, I don't I don't have nothing. You know, I gotta be at home with these kids. <laughs> but that gave me more like to give to the stage. Like yeah. when I got off, like when I got my first opportunity, and everything opened up. It was just like, damn. And then that got me more shows. And then I was just like, on from there, like. Those first five to six shows that I got during the pandemic took me off. So when I when the pandemic started trickling and we was opening back up, what people call outside, <laughs> I was just like outside with them. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, I don't know what's wrong with my Jamaican blood, but I don't I don't drink. I'm trying not to drink myself, but as much as I've been out here. Raw dogging. I ain't catch COVID yet doing these shows. And I'm just proud of myself. I'm one of them, like, walking dead, you know, people that they have in the meme that ain't catch that shit. I am one of them. <laughs> hey, I can understand that. I, I've, I've been I've been butt naked in the face for the last, like, two, three weeks. Uh, ever since PG County said, hey, you can go butt naked in the stores, my face has been butt naked at work. I still haven't done it. I really wanted to last week. Do you know how hard it is to crutch around when you weigh two two thirty something with a mask on your with face? With a mask on your face. You know how hard it is to be three hundred pounds and and have a mask on your face when you picking up boxes. That shit's ridiculous. <laughs> I thought I I seriously thought I was having heart problems. I didn't stop up until I took that mask off for three hours. <laughs> You stop the physical activity and you're just like lightly sweating for yeah. the next four hours. Uh, th- we're gonna find out we have so many damn complications because of this shit. Like th- this, th- man. Like try th- having glasses. That shit's the worst. Oh, you can ba- so you can barely see and breathe. So you just I'm telling up. you, I almost ran into something. I almost ran into the metro thing like this morning because I couldn't see. Like when I got my mask on, it fogs up. Yeah. And then don't let the uh, don't let the atmosphere change and shit. Then I got double fault. <laughs> and then I don't see what the fuck is coming down. So I'm coming down the escalator. Wrong step, me. Oh, oh no. Oh lord. Not those DC escalators. Not, not I'm on the ground. Don't mm. be trying to bust. I didn't bust my ass. I didn't bust my ass going to work one time because my glasses were foggy. Then I bust my ass just at work the same week. Mm. Oh my goodness, man! But hey, we're get, we're getting on the other end of it, though. We're we're almost there, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, in the next the next couple of months, we can finally go. You know what? We're done with this pandemic bullshit, um, and it's time for us to be. I, I think I'm still gonna wear masks because niggas be picking in their nose and then touching <laughs> counters and shit. It, 
Well, truth the is pandemic true. made me realize that I need a mask. The, pan- the, pandemic, the pandemic made us realize people are fucking disgusting. Yes. <laughs> they are. I'm sorry. Like, they some nasty motherfuckers. I had a lady just coughing in the store with no mask. And I just looked at her for like 15 minutes like, bitch, if you do not take your lips outside and beat the bitch. <laughs> like, I was at Lytle today and some like dirty kid was just sticking his hands in the bakery case. I'm like, there is a perfectly good bakery paper yeah. that you're supposed to use to touch the food in there. Not kids. Kid, kids are kids are the petri dishes. He wasn't of the world. a small kid either. This was a fat kid. This is a baby Huey. Like he had <laughs> he had the whole shirt that didn't fit, so his belly button was sticking out. Oh lord! Where, and then his dad came over and had the same shirt. Where do these people live? Because that <laughs> house needs to be blown up. I don't understand Columbia. those people. <laughs> I, don't, I never understood those people. Columbia is gradually becoming very ghetto. Yeah. They're coming south. From I know. My sister is out Columbia, Merlin. Yeah. Uh, that, and she's ghetto. So <laughs> I can just... She loves it there. They come in, they come in, they come in north from Baltimore and south from D.C. We got out. Before. Oh, you got the fuck out of there. Because that, that shit's going to turn. <laughs> it's going to turn like bad milk. Uh, but yeah, man. it's it's, it's The pandemic's almost over. But uh, so... Ms. Drehead, where can, what are people looking for for you to do? What are you looking to do with this comedy thing? You're looking to become an actress, become a voice actor, well, things of that sort? I'm actually right now um, doing a movie in D.C. right now called The Lot. Okay. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so they just gave us a script. It's a couple of DMV comedians, actually, that's going to be in it as well. Okay. So... Um, I've been doing that. Then I'm also doing a TV show, a comedy competition that's uh, coming up in on April the 10th. Okay. So okay. I'm 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 going in for the long run. Like this is a passion. I've been wanting to do this for so long, and I just wake up every day and be like, all right, when my next show? Like I woke up this morning and didn't even know I was going to have a show Friday, and now I'm opening up for uh, Howard G. Oh, awesome. awesome! That is awesome. <laughs> so it's just like people know like how I am like I'm gonna be there I'm gonna be there on time before anybody else yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna be there like it's 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 something that I, it's a rush okay. I love it Bad. it's like you know how like crackheads gotta wake up every day and they gotta have a crack rock they don't mm-hmm. care what time it is they don't go to sleep or nothing yeah that's me for my comedy that's my crack okay I be feeling for it yeah, I understand that's a that's a <laughs> it's a, a good healthy, crack. healthier addiction. Yeah, it's a healthy addiction. It's a, it's a healthy addiction. Yeah, it's a healthy addiction. It's it, a healthy. It addiction. can be a motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it can it can bring you down when too. you have that off night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I think that's I think that's you're not a comedian until you feel that feeling of not having a good good night. Like wow. you can do your you. Everybody is still laugh. Everybody is congrats. But you as a person, you you know yourself. Yeah. You ain't do it all. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I could have brought that a little I could have brought that in a different way and made it better. But yeah. you know what? Next time I'm gonna kill it even better. There you go. Do you, yeah, I think it depends on the person. Like some uh, do you think do you think other comics in general are like we're bullies <laughs> to ourselves? Probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's usually <laughs> It goes back to that the that Eminem line. Like I bully I bully myself because make my make me do what I put my mind to. Yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like I feel that 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 statement every time. <laughs> okay. I can I can see that. And it, it, like you you you're pushing yourself harder than anybody else can. 
because you know if I suck at it, it's only me I'm gonna be, who's going to be pissed about this shit. It's not even suck. Like, it'll be that you came off stage, right? Uh-huh. And someone will say good set. And you'll be like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like, that's that unhealthy. That's the level of unhealthy that many of us are. Like, because we know, like, it's like they're not patronizing you. They yeah. actually may have thought it was good. But you know what you set out to do, and that was not it. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. And in that moment, you don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. I have a close friend that's like that, and I'd be like, bro, you a jackass. (laughs) (laughs) He stayed doing Man, fuck you. You, you, Let me titty fuck you then. Maybe you'll feel a little better. No, forget us. Damn. It's a good friend to have. She's going to titty fuck you. Every comedian, they realize how a person is in general by them just being on their, like, being around them as a comedian. Yeah. Like, especially me being sober, like some of my friends, I'd be like, yeah, I can't go to the bar with you, bitch. <laughs> just to chill and, and just hang out and drink cranberry juice because you want to fight and argue and join on everybody. We're going to end up in jail dead. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick your friends better on that one. Then you feel the obligation to be the responsible one. Yeah. <laughs> and you uh, yeah. want to cut loose and have fun, too. Yeah. You want to just throw some, throw some cranberry juice up in there and have I fun. that feeling. I've been, I've been there. Oh, yeah. been there. That's uh, me. <laughs> I've literally <laughs> seen this. This is the only person I've ever seen in real time drink cranberry juice and get turned. <laughs> really? <laughs> I never. That's what I said. That was that. That was when I was like, "All right, I gotta have you on the podcast." Like, I can't. <laughs> this is this. We're having too much fun now. I I was drinking Jack and Coke. Uh-huh. She didn't need it. Cranberry juice. One cranberry juice. She was good. I was like five <laughs> drinks in to, to get on to, to just to get, get to her, her level. Wow. Oh, that, that means she she has to come out on that comedy night out. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So so where can people find you at on the internet? Um, they can find me on IG. I do have a Facebook, but I don't really do like a lot of my comedy on my Facebook. I do it mostly like to be a human, to be normal. So that's what I really use my eyes for. But for my, uh, I mainly do everything on my Instagram, and everybody can find me on IG as Miss Dreadhead thirty three underscore. Okay. Um, I, I be having crazy little videos and skits and stuff uh, between times of doing my shows. I'm working on my acting skills. Okay. <laughs> All right, definitely, definitely a good thing, man. Got to, got to get out there and get your, get your name to people, and we're gonna definitely help you out with that. So any, any shows you get coming up. Uh, make sure you shoot those over to us so we can get them out to the world as, uh, as best we can to here at the Die Comedy Podcast. Oh, we'll do, we'll do. Yeah, we definitely want to be able to, like, we always want to promote our guests and yeah. let other people know we don't want to have people on unless we know that they're funny. Even even after you're on. So, like, you, yeah. we like to promote you when you're coming on, but then after you're, <laughs> after you're off, you're still a part of the family. So we're going to keep promoting you. Oh, uh, thanks. Uh-huh. We're going to definitely keep that going. Oh, uh, man, but we can take a break, Joe. Okay. Yeah, man, we're we going to talk about some crazy shit, man. Give, give, oh, me a, yeah. give me a sneak peek of what's going on in the world, Joey. Uh, Grubhub is getting sued by the District of Columbia. Uh, Yeezy at it again. Um, Lisa Kudrow said some crazy shit, and uh, there may be another yeah, attempt at a flying car soon. Oh, man, flying cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. That could be yeah, fun. I- 
crashing them bitches on 95. <laughs> it's gonna be it's Wanna gonna be the new thing. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Uh but we'll be back with more finding more thrills on a minute on need that comedy podcast. Click, click, click. As I look around, they don't do it like my click, 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 click. And all these bad bitches, man, they want the they want the Hey, and we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast, and this segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by something new just for you, comedy shows near me. That's right, the newest entity from the brainchild of the Dot Comedy team, Joey LaFaro and Jesse Revis. It's comedy shows near me. Joey, tell them about it a little bit, my friend. Uh, comedy Shows Near Me is a weekly pop-up comedy club in the heart of downtown Silver Spring. Every week starting April 7th, we'll be bringing you some of the best talent in the DMV uh, with a premium comedy experience, including some of the best food and drink around. And you can go to these other comedy clubs, you can go to the Improv, you can go to the Baltimore Comedy Factory, you can go to Goobies. None of them is going to have the food that you can get at McGinty's. McGinty's has some of the best food and drink around. It is not just a bar. It is a gourmet gastro pub. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome time. Uh, and you get to see Joey LaFaro, DJ Marcus, uh, hanging out over there. Um, I won't be at the first show, but I will be there ensuing shows. Our first show features uh, D'Lo and headliner Tommy Taylor Jr. Awesome. That sounds like that sounds like a hit. And that ain't even everybody. That ain't everybody. It's just we got Stacey Axler on that show. We got Shelly Kim on that show. And it's hosted by the hosts of all hosts, Jesse Revis. Get tickets now. They're only ten dollars. Ten dollars. Link tree is in the comments section. And if you use the promo code dot comedy, you get five dollars off your first two tickets. Five dollars off the first two tickets because you used the promo code dot fucking comedy. Well, dot, dot comedy. You can't use fucking comedy. Yeah. We haven't changed that yet. You got to use dot fucking comedy in the future. <laughs> okay, that, that'll be the next show. The next show. <laughs> that's the show too. That'll uh, be the one I'm on. That's the one Joey's on. Oh man, but we're back. Joey Lafaro, DJ Marcus, and our special guest this week, Ms. Dreadhead. Joey. Yes. The world is full of mischief and mayhem. Yes, it is. So what's going on in the news this week? Uh, so you familiar with Maripol? Maripol? Yeah, that uh, city in Ukraine. Uh, yeah. Russian is Russia's demanding they surrender. The city surrender? Yes. So they want the mayor of Maripol to come outside and go, "Hey, I'm done." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's white sheets, just like <laughs> yeah, you couldn't have it. Yeah, they're like, and they're and they're literally like, so they they, um, there were people hiding inside an art school that was flattened on Sunday, and a, and a theater that was blown apart four days earlier. More than thirteen hundred people were believed to be sheltering in the theater, and four hundred in the art school. So they're so, all dead now. So Russia's just like murdering people now. It's yeah. not even a military conquest anymore. Nah, it's 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 it's, it's all it's World War Three, it's World War Three time. I think we I think we've gotten to that point. I think at this point they're just playing chicken to see if Putin's gonna get overthrown. Yeah, and that way no one has to do anything. We can send in the seals and do, and do that shit in a heartbeat. They gotta make it look. Like, they gotta make it look like a bunch well, of Russians. Make did it. it look like it. <laughs> <laughs> like we keep t- we can do that shit. We have the technology to do that shit. Frame some Russians to go in there and kill Putin. 
That might be a little harder with the FSB and shit. Yeah. It would be in other countries. That's the one thing. He has an intelligence background. It might be a little harder with him. Yeah. But I think he's at the point where, like, because like, no one in, seems, in Russia seems to be about this shit either. No. No one's happy with the, what the fuck's going on right now. Especially when you're paying $9,000 for an iPad. Because the ruble is worth nothing. Can we drop some leaflets on the soldiers to say, hey, you could get brought up on charges when this is all said and done? Okay, we drop leaflets on them. That's like World War II with the Nazis Just dropping leaflets. Just let them leaflets. know there's probably going to be a war crimes trial. Oh, yeah. Because oh, you're probably going to lose. They're definitely going to be a war crimes trial. It's either <laughs> it's going one of two ways. Either they'll either lose and it'll be a war crimes trial, or... Everybody dies. Because <laughs> Putin, if it's all a matter of if Putin decides fuck everybody but me and presses the button. <laughs> yeah, that, that is feasible. That, that I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting he has that possibility too. That's the only reason keep the, the only keeping this going is the threat of him rage quitting Earth. <laughs> it's like, oh, y'all don't want me in charge of nothing? Fuck all y'all. In humanity, and I think about that shit every day. Like this, this motherfucker hit one button in everything. Yeah. Here's the thing. Can it don't matter who he hit. He don't even. It don't matter. That nigga can blow up his own place, and that, eventually that shit trickle down, and and just everything will just die. <laughs> like he's a big bitch. Like. <laughs> Can you imagine 50 years when the aliens come and realize that all that's left is a bunch of mutants that can barely speak or read? All and, because of one degenerate bastard. <laughs> like, when they, when they do, I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't even know what to say to my soul as it's lost in radiation. I wouldn't know how to explain to them that you died for nothing. Like you had nothing to do with your death. Yeah. You didn't even see it coming. You drunk, you took a shower and then your skin started falling. <laughs> That's how that shit's gonna happen. We're all gonna die. That's how it's gonna happen. And, and people don't realize that. Like, people really don't realize how radioactive shit works. We don't have that shit. We don't. We have the top flight security of the world, Fred. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have them niggas. Yes, <laughs> we got them nukes, motherfucker. Did y'all see Call of Duty? What the motherfuckers did back in the day? They was making that zombie shit back then. You want us to go through that again? I'm not going through that. I'm going in the islands. I'm going back home. That was play cool running. I saw Neil, I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson tweet this week. Okay. That. The amount of gamma ray radiation that the Hulk was exposed to would have killed him. Yes. And I thought to myself, I'm done with this dude. Why are you like, why now? Why would you just randomly on a Tuesday decide to fuck with the Hulk with a comic book? It's (laughs) that's 60 years old. Like, it's not like, you know, they came up with this premise yesterday. Yeah. They made this shit up when no, you know, whenever you know they were trying to find a way to, to like give people some hope that radiation wasn't the most terrifying thing on the planet. Neil deGrasse Tyson does that. That's his, that's his shtick. It was just like a, it's like, dude, you're being a dick. Like it's not even like we all know that we're not stupid, but like who actually thought that that was a like if someone actually thought Oblong that shit would work? Did a better, let them. Do Oblong it. did a better demonstration of what the fuck radiation would do to a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oblongs did. <laughs> I remember Oblongs. That that shit is true. Oblongs. The Oblongs. Okay. 
it basically it, 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 had it, on the head. oh yeah it, it, it's basically what happens after the nuclear war oh and everybody's a goddamn mutant you got people just fall you got a motherfucker that can come through a keyhole yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's what's gonna happen that's what the aliens are gonna come they're gonna only find those people and then when the when the alien <laughs> anthropologists dig up and excavate they're gonna find out that we all went to war and all the whole world ended because Russia decided to have a civil war. They won't understand because, like, most people in the country don't understand that Ukraine's a separate place. But they, <laughs> let's be real. Half the people in this country don't understand what's don't happening know that. right now. No, 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 no. They think two white countries are fighting each other. There are two white neighbors are fighting each other. It's like, it's like you, you're watching uh, a, a storage wars. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's like we're at home watching this shit happen and we're like yeah they, they don't really they, i don't know why they're fighting uh, like i know why because I, I read and i make mm. sure that i understand what the fuck's going on that's but, good because i don't yeah I, I figured it i figured it out mm. putin just doesn't want um doesn't want the rest of europe to fuck with him the way they did for so many years so he wants to take as much land and put it between him and the rest of europe as possible that's the way you got to think of it because he wants to keep the Kremlin as far away from fuckery as possible. So with the European Union getting stronger by adding people mm-hmm. and NATO getting stronger by adding people, his backyard gets closer and closer to his front door. And he is not happy with that shit. The only thing he got is this big-ass area in the back of him is China. And uh, China's like, we got your back, bro. China's the friend he doesn't actually want. Yeah, he doesn't want that friend. He, he just keeps he just keeps shaking that motherfucking hand. China's that friend that always shows up, yeah. but never is invited. That is, he's the that China's the blue of their relationship. Uh, hey, hope my friend. <laughs> China, I like how China's, she doesn't know him, but she knows him. Yes, China, China's their blue. China, China's there. They they know that it's a contentious relationship at best. But they they always come to each other's aid when necessary. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, man, this is, this thing's getting crazier and crazier. I'm I'm hoping for a quick resolution. I'm hoping either either uh, they go, hey, you know what? We're just gonna give up the damn country and just move on. Or Putin says, hey, you know what? I'm tired of fighting this shit, and everybody doesn't like me. Uh, so I'm just gonna move on with my time and energy, and I'll just keep making these bombs over here in Siberia. We're uh, y'all can't see, because I'm gonna keep fucking with y'all forever. And I think that's I think that's Putin's plan. Putin's plan is to fuck with us forever. Because like he- I don't think he can though, because I, like they're not doing much better than than the third world countries. I, no, than the Ukraine is like the Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine's giving them a lot more smoke than they thought they were. Oh yeah. Have. Oh yeah. Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine is like the Ukraine is like the little kid that you bullied on the playground. That turns around and just punches you in the fucking face. Monster, whooping your ass. Yeah, it just turn around and punch you in the motherfucking face. They're acting like they never saw Italian job. You don't fuck with motherfucking Ukrainians. Yeah. It, never saw Italian job. Never saw any movie about fucking Russia that only stars Ukrainians. It's really fucking weird. Like, you know, like if you ever look at like those movies where they go, the Russians are coming. No, these bitches are all from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Like, every movie, like, um, fucking uh, Creed 2. Yeah. They were fighting... The dude was training in Ukraine. He wasn't training in Russia. Russia just took him after after yeah. he after he won all those goddamn fights. But he wasn't training in fucking Russia. He culturally culturally appropriated. Yeah, they appropriated him because his mom was one of them. But it's it's one of those weird situations where everything we know about Russia, we know because it's because Ukraine is that damn tough. 
That, that's what we call it. We call it all Russia any goddamn way. Russia's but, trying to talk smoke. They said that uh, relations with the U.S. are, quote, on the verge of a breach, citing unacceptable statements by Joe Biden about Putin. Last week, Biden branded the Russian leader a war criminal. So Biden told the truth, and Putin don't like the shit. Putin used to, he's used to Trumpisms. He's used to Trump going, hey, man, I'd suck his dick. <laughs> that's, what, that's, how, that's how Trump handled four years of being president. Hey, man, if I go over to Russia, I'm going to hang out with Putin. You know what? It'll be good because I'm going to suck his dick. Huh? What the fuck? President? I'm these soft lips in my peach skin. <laughs> You know who I'd feel more comfortable with right now if we needed <laughs> W. W. I feel would feel more like because Trump. Yeah. Trump's too crazy. Yeah. To trust with anything. And Biden's too old. Biden's too old and and kind of an idiot. Yeah. But and W is kind of an idiot too. But I felt like he had a good like handle on. He, he was a, a deceptive idiot. Yeah. Like he was doing <laughs> shit that we didn't understand. That was good for us at the time. Like, he was, he was doing random shit that we just didn't, it, like, we didn't think he was smart enough to do that shit. But we weren't at war, like, where we where we felt like we'd die. Like, the, yeah. the, the war we fought in, in, in the Middle East was more or less, oh, we're going to go drop bombs on Baghdad. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we didn't feel like it was going to come over here. Yeah, This war feels like it's coming over here. It's like it's going to move. Like the Nazis across Europe and then come across the fucking ocean. And I don't think it's necessarily Biden's fault. I just feel like Biden doesn't feel like he has the support of all the people he needs to have the support of to make this shit work. Because he doesn't. I was talking. I was talking to Chef Dave earlier, and uh, and Trump just seemed like he was going to open the wild wild west to shit. That's all it seemed like he wanted to do. So it's like, yeah, we probably would have won, but every everything would be blown up. Yeah, I I was talking to Chef Dave earlier about this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about we we're talking about the presidency in the United States. There needs to be an, an age, an early age limit, and needs to be a cap on this bitch too. Yeah, you can't be seventy five and seen world wars and fucking segregation and still be president of the United States. Anybody who saw segregation at first hand cannot be president of the United States in my book. Not one of them. You you got you got a different mental state. You still call them motherfuckers niggas behind closed doors. You got a bad <laughs> mental state. I can't. I can't trust you. I can't trust Joe Biden because he's too oh goddamn old. <laughs> you still calling people niggas behind closed doors. I'm fucking done. <laughs> you can't. I can't. I can't trust him because he's so damn old. So you got to have a cap. I think 65. He do fall asleep like that. If, man takes naps and he only remember he's talking. Pretty fucking yeah. much. Yeah, because uh, I think 65 is the retirement age, right? That should be the public office. Retirement age, time you stop driving. Yeah. Time you stop doing a lot of shit. Either be the peace officer, I'll be there. we about to sign it. And then he'll just kind of drift off. Yeah. And Putin will get pissed. He's like, are you fucking snoring? He's like, is this bitch sleeping? That's it. He's sleeping over here. Y'all see this shit? (laughs) Hand in my suitcase. (laughs) This is your hero? I'm having this shit. I'm tired of this napping ass shit. <laughs> just goes, just goes and start punching Joe in the side of the head. This is your hero, America. <laughs> Over here taking naps. No hero needs to take a nap on duty. And the part that would be even funnier is that we wouldn't even be mad. We would just laugh at it. Yeah, and we laugh at him. <laughs> 
He'd be like trying to egg, piss us off, and we just be laughing. Like, why is he beating up the a old man? I laugh about that Joe Biden, and I know I'm gonna sound fucked up for this, but he just looks so white in the face. Like it's just he reminds he reminds me like an albino mouse a little bit. Like, yes, he looks extremely white. Uh, he looks like he's very. That's because he's of, very. <laughs> I think he lost some melanin after no. he like after he's invisible white. It's like his soul gone in white. In past like, life, he was a lab rat named Algernon. Oh, <laughs> not Algernon. I know Algernon. That motherfucker was crazy. But <laughs> but you, you, okay, we, we we've established that he's too old to do this job. But do you think he's gonna have any any luck getting us out of this World War Three situation? I have zero Fuck confidence. No. Zero confidence. Okay. Fuck no. He better, he better get some help from my fucking uh, 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 good old, good old, uh, our black president. He better get some help from him. You better call Obama and tell him, hey, I need you on these peace talks. Yeah. He better call him and ask him how he got them AK 47s and the goddamn Navy SEALs to come over there and execute, uh, execute that nigga over there overseas. You know, speaking Maybe of. Maybe he can get it. Get them same niggas to come over there, them same six super troopers to go over there and shoot that nigga in the head, too. And, you know, no. and dump them off a boat, just like we did with that damn uh, Osama bin Laden. Speaking of, uh, yep. actually, here's what would happen. If Obama got involved, the Ukrainians and the Russians would unite in racism against, yes, against America. They would go, oh, oh, y- oh y'all want niggas, huh? <laughs> that's, that's what, that'd be all the conversation. It's like, Wait, we just sent the black diplomat. No, you sent a nigga. <laughs> we don't want them here. We didn't sold y'all. We gonna blow this bitch up with all of them inside of Ukraine. Just, we leaving them there. Uh, yeah, we need we need a president like Obama. Uh, we need we need someone who can uh, can be as calming and and uh, be able to speak better. And well, nobody screwed telling somebody they was, they was murdered than yeah. Obama. Yeah. Speaking of murder. Yeah, at 12 o'clock a.m. on this day, <laughs> he had finally executed the terrorizer of so many years. The terror, the terrorist, ben, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Everyone clap for me. <laughs> That's how he was. That was it. He did. He did give real King of Samunda vibes when he when he announced they killed Bin Laden. That motherfucker was just sitting hey, like, "Hey, uh, I was up. I said this is the littest nigga I've ever met." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is going on, Joe? Uh, a Kansas man who served 23 years in prison for a double murder he did not commit is now seeking 93 million in damages from the county where he was convicted, and a former detective says he fr- says framed him. Oh. Oh, he should. First of all, it should be for tuck damage. Yeah. Lamonte Mack. In jail, you got to tuck your ass for all them years. <laughs> Lamonte McIntyre and his mother allege in a lawsuit filed in 2018 that the unified government of Wyandotte County, Kansas, in Kansas City, Kansas, is responsible for the actions of former Kansas City, Kansas police detective Roger Gablewski. Golubsky. Golubsky. Golubsky and other sound officers. Like sound like he set somebody up. <laughs> this sounds like a Netflix Last, That name just sound like a set up nigga. Can't even pronounce it. When you can't pronounce a nigga name, you know he gonna set you up. Uh, a federal judge on Thursday set a November 7th trial for the civil case. The United Government, Unified Government wants to have the trial moved to Wichita because of the expensive publicity of the Kansas City area. Huh? 
extensive publicity in the Kansas City area. Oh, so they they think they think it'll be in Wichita. Yeah, but they think it'll be. Who the fuck lives in Wichita? Five black guys named Steve. <laughs> Five black guys named Steve and four and fourteen white it's, guys. It's like two and a half. It's two and a, and a possibility of fucking black people that live in Wichita. <laughs> they got a spade hand in, uh, in Wichita. <laughs> you got two of the possible. What's wrong, Joey? <laughs> when you said Wichita, hold, hold, oh, hold Wichita? on, this, this gets weirder. Okay. McIntyre's mom is also seeking thirty million. She and her son allege that Golubsky coerced her into sex and then framed McIntyre for a double homicide in 1994 because she rejected the detective's later sexual advances. So he wanted to fuck his mama. He wanted to fuck his mom. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked his mom, and then when she said, "Nah, not again," not that anymore. Nah, uh, he's like, "Well, then fuck your baby." Oh um, Lord. They also allege Golovsky abused black women for years, and many officers were aware of his conduct. The pretrial orders include initials, the initials of seventy-three women. So he just fucking all the black he women in with you. Black bitch. He love her. <laughs> he just don't want to admit it. He love that chocolate cast. That's no, see, that's how it was so many mixed babies back in the day. Because the masses was out here taking this cat because they knew the brother for the brown sugar baby was sweeter than the powder. It was sweeter than the powder milk. It was. Sorry, no offense. Uh, but it was sweeter than the powder milk. None, none taken on this end. Everybody here agrees. It was sweeter on the powder milk. You know, it was just sweeter than the powder milk. Because they, they all, see, they had us breastfeeding their they kids. Obviously, we sweeter. <laughs> Obviously, the breast milk is sweeter I can't, in black women. That shit just didn't, it, 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 it threw me off. Like, as being a nigga, and I'm Jamaican, so we got fucked by everybody. So, being a Jamaican... It's like, how the fuck could you sit here and say you don't like niggas, but you let us breastfeed, you want to just breastfeed your kids? They want the strong babies. All the, all you the... ain't like niggas, but you want to fuck us. Yeah, there's some complicated shit with the psycho- psychology there. That still happens, because half the Proud Boys have, have yeah, black, black girlfriends or wives. See, they don't, they don't like niggas, they like nigg girls. <laughs> They have. They have. They don't issue. like. The, they don't like the niggas. They like the niggers. They they like us. They like the pussy. Yeah. They see all that brown cat. They don't know how to act. Do you remember that chick that came up on my Tinder that had like like that she was black but not in her head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me about her. And that was a turn off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, it, this girl. It, this girl was wearing like the the like. The Kelly blonde wig and the flannel and the Daisy Dukes. Oh yeah, she she was giving off Southern Belle vibes. And yeah, yeah, she was giving off them Dukes of Hazard vibes. <laughs> Black woman giving off Dukes yeah, of Hazard vibes. We don't wear that. Nah, we wear some J's and some skinny jeans, maybe a t-shirt. Some if you get a cheap hoe, she gonna wear a two count, two thread count rainbow shirt. But if you get you a nice, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen that shirt. That's funny as shit, because I have too. <laughs> that, that shirt was my high school. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. That's how I ended up this way. Um, uh, Joey LaFaro loves black women. Like he, he 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 can't get enough of them. Uh, like it, we we had a conversation before the podcast about mm-hmm. that, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. We you, you don't not remember the conversation we had? 
I, I, there was a lot happening. All right. So what the conversation was simple for, for folks who weren't here for the pre-show meeting. Um, I said, Joey, I have figured out that I have a... Oh, that conversation. That I cannot be attracted to white women because I can only be attracted to them naked. If they wear clothes, they look ridiculous to me. Black women, on the other hand, can wear whatever the fuck or, what, or as little as they want to. And I am perfectly fine with them standing next to me and being and being however they want to be. White women just—it's like it's only sexual. It's like you look at a white woman and go, "Yeah, it's just all." I'm only seeing titty every time I see them. It's this its pointless. I don't see help. I don't see a—I don't see a person that'll rub my head. Nothing. I just see just see titty, and that's all I'd care about. And as I just see titty, I just see titty. And as I've said once, and I'll say it again, white women are the devil. I don't. I don't. Yeah. We, we here at Dot Comedy are huge I proponents. Be out and I'd be like, okay. We are huge proponents of nobody dating white women. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, it's not a racist thing. It's, it's, it's true. It's just how we feel. Oh, uh, man. What else going on in the world, Joe? Uh, so, um, in South Carolina, uh, there's a, uh, a guy got shot. And uh, but the police aren't filing charges. Okay. Um, because he was, he fell off. The, the guy had fallen off a jet ski. Okay. And then decided to fight the rescuers to the point where they had to shoot him in self defense. Oh wow! Okay, so he said he got shot for being stupid. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he heard it. Yeah, the, the, like what fuck he thought was gonna happen. The Oconee County Sheriff's Office confirmed last week that the deputies were dispatched March fifteenth after a man and a woman who were not wearing life jackets fell off a jet ski into Lake Kiowi. A man and a woman on a pontoon <laughs> boat saw the other man and woman and drove over and helped them onto their boat. But the man who was rescued allegedly became agitated and began assaulting the couple on the pontoon, according to the sheriff's <laughs> office. The woman who was rescued attempted to de-escalate the assault by pushing the man who had been on the jet ski back in the water. <laughs> oh my God, is this real? Before, is this the, real? before the couple on the boat helped the man up again. After a second encounter, the man on the pontoon boat shot the man, fearing for his, his and his wife's life That's while hilarious. being assaulted. The man who was shot oh, died on the pontoon. He died? Yes. Where was this at? The 74-year-old man who fired a gun on the boat and his wife had not been named by officials. What, where was this at, Joe? He's where 74. At, Joe? South Carolina. How you get your ass bought by a 74-year-old? No. So, so well, North Florida. Well, because he used a gun. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that probably had to do with why he felt so threatened. Yeah, he was 74. He's on a pontoon boat. <laughs> You're 74 on a pontoon boat. Life isn't exactly stable. And that's quite the. Uh, that's the definition of unstable. Yeah, that, that is. is not. That's the opposite of solid ground. <laughs> oh my god. That sounds like a southern thing. That sounds like a southern incident. Like it's that's. It sounds really Florida. It sounds like the southern shakes. Yeah, it sounds like a. It sounds like a Florida story, where it's it it, 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 it just like all of that seemed like all I needed was an alligator for some goddamn reason. I don't exactly. Know. I was just about to say that all I needed was an alligator coming out the water. That's it. That's it. Alligator um. came out of the water and bit the back of the man's boat. <laughs> I just can't. All I was waiting for was something with an alligator. Like, dude, you fell in the water with no life vest. 
Twice. <laughs> Why? Twice. Why? What are you mad about? And then they helped you and then pushed your ass back in. They, they gave no fuck. See, if Petty and give no fuck was a person, it would have been them. I yes. just don't understand what he had to be mad about. I can't believe y'all helped me. Yeah, really? Can't you believe mean? you fucking helped me. I had a crocodile and an alligator trying to bite my ass, and you gonna help me? Do you think he was You're an supposed incel? to feed me to fishes? What do you think the odds are he was an incel? No, he had a girlfriend. Did he though? They they said it was his girlfriend. It was a girl with him. Uh, well, I mean, he was... what if he thought he was gonna get some, and then they fell. That in was his side bitch. And that was, was his picnic buddy. I think he was hoping that. I think the only reason he thought he was gonna get some is he had to swim them back to land. <laughs> And, and they, they ruined, and they ruined that opportunity. So he wasn't going to get laid, so he's like, fuck y'all. He had an elaborate plot to get laid after almost drowning her uh-huh. by saving her. He said, and he said I'm going to say this bitch by, that, and he got by almost drowning her and give me some cat. <laughs> what other motive do you, do you have to be to be mad at a 74-year-old person on a pontoon boat? There's absolutely no reason to ever be mad at a 74-year-old man on a pontoon boat. I, I am a I am a firm believer that anybody on the pontoon boat should get a get a pass, ninety nine percent of the time. The thing, yeah, they can. You know why? Because even if that's a douchebag, I but I'm not going near on a pontoon boat. I yeah. don't need to be near one <laughs> ever. Nope, there's no reason for me to be on one. Oh man, what else going on in the world, Jeff? Uh, so um, Kanye West, K West. Oh my God, here we go. Um. This- he is he, in the he, he he and Pete and now is just it's an ever expanding list. So in the past week, he's gotten kicked off the Grammys, yeah, and banned from the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, DL he decided he got into it with DL Hewley, which mm-hmm. of all people, <laughs> well DL DL started the shit. Dio, Dio went on that man though. Yeah, he went in on him. And uh Yeah, but like can't like the, You can't blame you, him. You, what did you think Dio was gonna do? Yeah. But the thing is, but she, is he but told that man like what you had to fuck up as a black man for her to go back to a white man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she she's she's proving the uh stereotype wrong on this one. Uh we, she's she's like, Yeah, I went black and I said, Fuck that. <laughs> that's, that's what Kim's sitting at home thinking that shit up. But D.L. Hughley said that he was, <clears throat> that Kanye was stalking her and harassing her and menacing her. And to a degree, D.L.'s correct. But the thing that Kanye is doing is making it too public. He's doing all this shit in the public face. That's where niggas don't win in the public. Like you, you. No It'd matter. be even creepy if he wasn't doing it in the public face. He'd be off his Selena shit. Yeah, he'd be sitting outside her damn house. But if it, if he, he, Kanye needs to sit his silly ass down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that, that is all I can really say about him. He just need to sit the fuck down. Like leave. He's supposed to be in a relationship. Why are we not hearing about that shit? Why is his girlfriend allowing it? Well, his girlfriend's allowing it because she's a Kim Kardashian twin. Twin. Uh, he damn near got a girl that looks just like his ex-wife so that he, he could walk around with the same damn chick. Who the hell is Theophilus London? <laughs> I don't know. Why are they involved in this situation? So this, this rapper, 
decided to uh, accost DL in a restaurant with his family uh-huh. to tell to tell DL to apologize on camera for doing the Vlad interview, and his people called security on him. Yeah, because that that's where it all came from. Right. Because because DL DL does this thing where like people don't trust DL Hughley anymore. When I say people, I mean black people. Okay. There's there's two different there's two different uh, trains of thought with DL Hughley. He does too much to damage sometimes, mm-hmm. but he also does a lot to encourage. Mm-hmm. So we we when he when he steps off and he like fucks with somebody that we care about, mm-hmm. and then white people are involved on the other side, we go this motherfucking Illuminati. Whereas if he's if he's riding for black people, and white people are involved, we go oh he's he's one of, he's on our team. In this case, he's going against Kanye, a noted Isn't black it possible man. Possible he's just be- doing DL shit, and yes, he, just he falls is. on either line, and it doesn't. And he doesn't he falls where he wants to fall. Yeah. He, he, it doesn't matter to him a hundred percent. But the thing is, black people need you to be a hundred uh, the same all the time. You can't have a varying viewpoint most of the time because we just go, oh, you, oh, you just wishy washy. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the situation. Kanye's fucking up, and he's fucking up bad. Like he's fucking up to the degree of. Uh, you and he making black men look horrible. Look like, like shit. He is fucking oh, it up for all of us. Hold on, there's more. There's more to this. No, this Theo, Theophilus London story. Okay. Uh, DL put out a uh, re- retort on Instagram. Who? Who the fuck is Theodore Huxtable, and why is he video <laughs> behind my table while I'm having dinner with my friends and family? These new cats are built way different. Where do you draw the line on clout chasing? Uh, I would say taking a video in the bathroom at Nobu restaurants while another man has his eggplant emoji out. <laughs> Security was doing their job keeping the clout chasers away from the guests trying to enjoy their dinner. Congratulations, you played yourself. Oh, wow. Hit them with that one. When are they going to learn to stop coming for me? <laughs> hashtag Team DL. Hashtag I don't know you. Hashtag you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag we don't believe you You need more people Hashtag for the gram Wow Hashtag Oh my god Gone wrong Hashtag this ain't it chief <laughs> He gave that man a hundred hashtags <laughs> Wow Okay uh, Obviously DL has, uh, he, he's, he stood up for himself on that one um, But the, the, again People need to stop fighting other people's battles Yeah like truthfully, Kanye need, Kanye needs to sit a silly ass down. Like I, I am, I am is on himself. Like he, yeah. I, he, he, he fucked up, and Kim is is scared of him now. Like he didn't yeah. scare the goddamn. The worst thing you can ever do to a woman is is cry and shit and do all that scurry shit. Like that that scares a woman all because they like. Did you have these creepy ass fucking feelings this whole time? Was you having these serial killer thoughts while we was together, bitch? That's how motherfuckers start feeling out the wild. Because he's giving serial killer vibes. Like serial killer vibes right now. Yeah. Mm-mm. Stalking and I'm going to kill Kim and she going to have to be with me. I'm not leaving. No, that is some serious. She going to wake up dead one day. Everybody going to hear about it. She not, but everybody else will. I've always been interested by that 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 uh by that quote uh, they they woke up dead. No, they didn't. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> I had trouble seeing it escalate to there because some of this stuff is so trivial and stupid. Yeah. Like, okay, so Pete Davidson was supposed to go on a Blue Origin fight flight into space. Yes. And he can't mm-hmm. Now, Kanye West wants to take his kids on a trip to space. He's following Kim. Like, He's just, like, you're going to take me and these kids with you. We're going to watch you from the moon, bitch. <laughs> like, he's trying to one-up Pete Davidson. Like, and it's just sad. Uh, he, Pete Davidson was like, look, you you probably would have gave Kim the world. I mean, you probably would have gave everything in the world, but I'm going to let her see the world, nigga. <laughs> pretty fucking I'm going to give her the solar system. <laughs> uh, Well... Hey Joey, it's 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 one of those sad situations where um, divorce gone wrong. Uh, hopefully, you and I will never have to. That shit wrong in Argentina. Yeah, well, Argentina, Argentina had violence attached to it. We don't know what happened behind them closed doors. <laughs> we oh, we all saw the movie. He whooped her ass. I don't, I don't, I don't doubt. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about between Kim. Oh, you don't man. know. Maybe yeah. Kim was whooping that nigga ass. You don't know. You that never... man looked terrified every day. I still, I still think she was, she was. Slowly... Who said? Who said? I thought that she was getting her ass whipped. I feel like she's been gaslighting him for their entire relationship. Nobody knew. I think him. she's been beating that man. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Well, why would you think, I think she's been hiking that man? Why do you think she's, she's been bitching him? I seen a video when he was like, you, you can't say stick. Why? Because she's right here. He she couldn't he couldn't say stick because a little girl was right there. She'd be bitching him. I, I don't think that like like I feel like why do we put it past her to be manipulative when she manipulated a whole country into thinking that she has a purpose? Like, there's no reason for her to be a celebrity. True. She got famous on getting hit. Yeah. But it's yeah. bitches that get hit on Instagram every day, and they still ain't hit. They they yeah, only reached like a hundred. Exactly. I mean, they, ain't, they don't even get world star worthy. Like she's like Jada Fire's not that famous. Like it's not. She is. She's us. <laughs> she is us. She's not that famous. <laughs> she's, she's not famous enough that she can make a beauty product brand and have it make a billion dollars. Let her put it out. Let's see what works. <laughs> here's here's a message for Jada Fire from Die Comedy Podcast. Put out some makeup and some shit. We'll we'll support you. Put we'll out a porn with Ray J. I don't think women watch her. We'll push it. I I no I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna be a part of it. I I don't I don't. You're not going to be a part of that venture, Joey? That, not, no. That's the my official response. <laughs> no, no, no. Gotcha. All right. I understand. It's a DJ Marcus experience. <laughs> oh, man. What else going on in the world, Joe? Uh, so, um, Lisa Kudrow and Courtney Cox. Yes. They both appeared in over 200 episodes of Friends. That's my shit. I love Friends. On... <laughs> On Monday, on Sirius XM's Andy Cohen Live, uh, Lisa Kudrow was a guest, and she uh, revealed that she doesn't recall filming many episodes of Friends. She said, yeah, Courtney and I are completely in the same boat, Kudrow replied. We don't even remember what the episodes were. Kudrow added, I know I haven't seen all the episodes. (laughs) 
It's like, what, did you get a concussion? Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't see all the episodes that you had and you were in them? What What drugs were you on in the 90s? Thank you. I mean, her character. What kind of weed did they have back then? They had some severe coke. That's why they said cocaine was a hell of a drug. My God, yeah, they, they, they're both saying they don't remember that, shit. That's why my mama don't remember half the ass whoopers and shit while she beat me. Like, I don't think she remember that shit because them drugs. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. Um, but but again, they they both said they don't remember it. They don't remember filming. Um, here's the thing, Joey. Uh, how many people remember what they did 25 years ago? Hmm? How many people really remember what they did 25 years ago? It's not, but you do something day in and day out. I don't remember jobs. Like I remember pieces of it. Like yeah. I remember, I remember. Like I've, I've been doing, I've been doing my job currently for twenty years. I remember when I was a clerk, like a, a bagger, when I worked at Safeway. I remember being that. But if you ask, I remember pieces. Like I remember stories from when I did it. But you can't, like, you can't. I can't remember every day. I do it. I can't remember large stretches of that time. Like I, I, so I understand where they're coming from with it because time has passed and it's just you're being old. And old white women don't remember shit. Like they, 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 they age like cottage cheese anyway. How many episodes of the Doc Howley podcast have we done? We have done a uh, hundred and forty-seven. How many of you of them have you listened to? I listen to my favorite episode uh, like every other day. That's the the uh, the two thousand uh, I think it was two thousand seventeen's um, women's and international women's day episode. <laughs> I listen to every episode. Okay. Eventually, for quality control. Okay. Eventually. Don't you? Wouldn't you like if you put that much time and effort into something? She she claims that she didn't have time to sit down on Thursdays to watch it. Like. Like, oh, we didn't have TiVo. Bitch, you had a VCR. Like, it's not that hard. They didn't care. They're getting checks for that shit. That wasn't a passion project for them. They made a million dollars an episode. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, even in the beginning, though? Yeah, they, it's, it's, it's actors. She didn't have Jack or shit. It's not like she was a known quantity before that show. She was actually making good money before the show. On what? She had a bunch of, like, shows that she was actually on. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. What the hell did she do before Friends? Because she was on, uh, the reason she got Friends was because she did a, a role on um, Mad About You. Oh, I never watched that show. Yeah, she yeah. was on Mad About You. Yeah, she was on Mad, she was, she was her sister uh, on yep. Mad About You. Mad About You. Yeah, and, <laughs> Mad About You, baby. <laughs> yeah. It shows, Don't ask why I know that. It shows you how, how embedded white culture is and or white people are. In society, every black person has watched either Frasier, Mad About You, or Chairs in their lifetime, and you're like, "Why do you all watch that?" I don't fucking know. <laughs> it just seems interesting. I love Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Mad About You. Molly, Mike and Molly. Yes, good show. Uh, that is my shit. Uh, Friends was my shit, but my favorite episode of Friends is Naked Ross. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. Real up. My favorite, my favorite episode of Friends is when Ross finds out that uh, Chandler and his sister are fucking, uh, and he almost jumps out a goddamn window. It is the funniest shit. It's like it's like me standing across the way and seeing you and my sister fucking in here, and I just run to the balcony and just jump off the bitch because I'm watching you. And I'm like, no, don't take don't take that off of my sister. No, <laughs> I would lose my shit. And that was like that was probably the funniest scene in a in a TV show of my life. Cause it just it's ingrained in me 
to watch that 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 scene. Um, but again, it's I understand where they're coming from with that with not remembering. And again, it does it doesn't it didn't. You got to remember who they are currently mm-hmm. and who they used to be. And actors never really watch what they do. Like they have to at some points. Like they got to watch premieres and shit. They got to go to premieres and sit through yeah. movies and shit. But like, if you're, if you're a TV actor, you're not watching that show every fucking week. You like I, I filmed it. I don't need to watch. This I don't shit. know. I don't feel like that's true. I think it's make sure I ain't wear that same outfit. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think most of the time they like the stars of the show usually and it's different when I guess there's an ensemble, but yeah. usually the stars of the show, if you pay attention to the credits, by like season three they're executive producers. Yes. And I don't think you could be an executive producer for a show that you're on and not Yeah, you can't. Not watch your product. Because yeah, you, you can. literally have to make the episode. You have no, to decide what's gonna happen. You don't have to do that. They give you that credit so they can pay you so the money makes sense. I guess, but that's bullshit. They give you that. They give like whenever whenever the contracts come up and they all want to make money, they usually mm-hmm. throw that tag on there. That's why Will Smith is like the last three seasons of The Fresh Prince. He's an executive producer on The Fresh Prince, even though he has no credibility to be an executive producer. I don't know, but you see it. You see, it, you can tell. You can tell by the show because you can tell when that when that actor's stuff changes. Yeah, like um, they take a bigger role. I know you didn't watch. I know you weren't a big fan of Psych, but you could tell when they started a few seasons in when when Dooley Hill and, and James Rode got a little more control. Mm-hmm. Their their the references and their bits were more prevalent. It okay. was the writing changed, and you can tell when that happens on a show where the some of the stars become executive producers and they get a little more creative f- freedom to add the things that they like. Yeah, if you if you, you can get that in there, you just have to you got to make sure that it like it actually fits too. Right, but I think that that's what I'm saying. I don't think you could be one of person who's engaged like that. So to me, it just says that they were, you know, it's a vehicle for them. Yeah. Either either you did it as a vehicle, as a means to an end, and you didn't really give a fuck about it, mm-hmm. which is kind of a slap to the face of all the people who helped get you where you're at. Because yeah. without that show, I don't think you are doing anything. True. They 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 you did. just be a, a guest star. They did slap Courtney. Uh, they did slap uh, what's her name, Jennifer Aniston, in the face by making those comments. Uh, and Jennifer Aniston was supposed to be the star of the show, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. And I'm like, it, it's an ensemble cast, but she was actually supposed to be the star because the name of the show was originally called Rachel. Oh, was it? Yeah, I watched the Friends wow. reunion. I like that show. I like white people. White I did people, not. I white did. people are fun to me. I like. I like. I like. Have. I have. Like, like you see, all my white friends. So mm-hmm. you know that I have fun with white people. Like they, they, they can make me laugh. Like I'm not like I'm not like well, some can I just don't like the the can like like I felt like the whole show's supposed to be funny but the only funny one was Chandler yeah and Joey Man. sometimes he was he was written to be the funny one right he was supposed to be the the the, the comic the comic <laughs> relief of the why show. do you need a funny one for a show like like if you watch like New Girl they all were funny yes but at the time that wasn't a formula. That wasn't a formula for everybody to be funny. Yeah, it was the 90s when yeah. they didn't know how to do You had to have comedy. the funny one, the serious one, the crazy one, the uh, the drum, drama queen. You had to have all those archetypes and You're shows. making me sad again because I think about just – it makes me think of what, like, Big Bang Theory is, and, and that makes me want to cry. So you hate Big Bang Theory. Yeah, because it's, it's like r- comedy written for five-year-olds. It's not – I love Big Bang Theory. Thank I fucking you. hate that show. 
I watched a bar rescue episode that reminded me of Big Bang Theory, which was hilarious. How? How do you connect those dots? It was it was a bar rescue where the two guys that owned the owned the bar, they were um, research scientists to cure cancer, and they would have like conversations about the bar, but it would go so deep into like the meta of the of the bar that the conversation would make zero sense. So you're watching John Taffer sit there and go. I don't even know what the fuck they were just talking about. Like they, were, they they had a whole argument right in front of John Taffer, and you just see him go like this, huh? And then they walk away from him with no conclusion. They walk, they both walk away from him. He's just standing there stuck. It was the I gotta show it to you at, at some point, but it was the funniest shit I've ever watched. Oh my god, I watched this earlier today. I really want uh, Rick and Morty to make fun of Bar Rescue for some reason now. I love Rick and Morty. Oh, I love Rick and Morty. I have Rick and Morty tattooed on me. I love Rick and Morty. Like, you think about, like, that, and that's what I'm saying. When I think of, like, I have that, and then I have Big Bang Theory, and, like, here's the intellectual pace of Rick and Morty, and I there's not, like, not Big low. Bang Theory's lower than the floor. Big Bang Theory was escape TV. Each episode is one joke. It's a joke setup for the whole episode. We know that. There's one joke. You can tell what the joke is in the first five minutes, and then I'm like, what am I sitting here for the rest of the other 25? To get the punchline. I know what the punchline is. It's not a difficult joke to decipher. It's a dad joke. It's a half-hour dad joke. Okay, I it's like, like dad jokes. No, it's like when you're at the gym <laughs> and some old guy is like telling you to come over there to like tell you a joke and then tells you to put it in your skits. That's what it feels like. See, Joey, see, Joey takes that for uh, as a... Uh, That's what it feels like when I watch anything that that Chuck Lore guy produces. As an insult. Jo- Joey takes all that shit. <laughs> Chuck Lore. Uh, see, because see, me and my girlfriend were talking about that in the car the other day. And mm-hmm. I was like, I should start doing stand-up. Because, like, I'm listening to myself. And mm-hmm. people are setting me up with, these, with fucking hilarity. And I'm like, I should do stand up. She's like, Yeah, you'll have me in one of your in one of your little bits, won't you? And I was like, Yeah, it'll be it'll probably be like a whole series of 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 of, of just talking about you and car rides because um, your car ride conversation don't make any sense because you're usually not listening to me. And she's like, Huh? And it's like, See, exactly, <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but but yeah, so it I understand exactly where you're coming from with that because when people say you should use it in one of your little bits. It's like, yeah, use this dick. I don't understand. <laughs> no, it's the, specifically the word skits. Because skits. Yes. the skit is what you did in health class to practice <laughs> different uh, scenarios for getting out of uh, situations with drug dealers. Like that was. Those were skits. Those were skits. Skits are what you did in, in dare. Yeah. So dare skits. Yeah. Not... Don't, don't hand me those drugs, man. I. Skitter what you do in sexual harassment training. It is not <laughs> it is not meant or has ever been meant for the stage. No, it is not. Oh man. I hate you stupid as shit. <laughs> oh man, let's hit it with one more, Joey. What else? Let's get out of here, man. Uh Suzuki and SkyDrive have teamed up to develop flying cars in Japan. Okay. Bruh. Why did I know this was gonna be in Japan? I feel so racist at that. Why okay, here's the, here's my question. Why are we giving Asian drivers the ability to fly their car now? Um, they can't this is... see. Oh, my God. That's even more racist. 
I, I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just making I'm making statements. I'm um, the one being racist. Because <laughs> it's like it's like, we keep doing this shit where we where we put it in the hands of people who shouldn't have it. I'm sorry, that wasn't the right story. That wasn't. Oh, you suck, Joey. You made me racist. We still talk about that. Was a good story if it was. That was. You, a you made me racist for no reason. It's it's, a, it's the thing. It did happen. That um, did happen. That did happen. It's not. Uh, but I forgot there was a much more important story that I think is more pr- prudent that we need to get to. Well, hit it. Let's get it. Uh, District of Columbia Attorney General Carl Racine is suing Grubhub for deceptive business practices, saying its food delivery app covertly inflates prices for diners who order through it. The suit demands an end to laundry list of allegedly illegal practices as well as financial restitution and civil penalties. I called these motherfuckers out <laughs> two weeks ago for making me have to cancel an order because the driver said the restaurant was closed. <laughs> and I've called them out on numerous occasions for uh, for a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit costing $7 on, their, on the menu at McDonald's and costing me $35 to get it to me. Thank you. And then there was that <laughs> bullshit... About the fucking, uh, the, oh, well, your as compensation, here's a 60-day trial of inconvenience for you to remember to cancel this shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it, it's all a hustle, man. It, they don't know. they D.C. got a cut, gets a cut whenever whenever they move into a city. The local government gets a cut of that, of their profits. That's called tax exactly. money. So uh, they should shut the fuck up and just take the money and let the shit, let us keep getting hustled. Because uh, people will catch on eventually. It, once we get out of this pandemic space, people will go back to not ordering from these motherfuckers like we used to. Like we we've got we got comfortable because the pandemic said, "Hey, you can't go to these restaurants, but you want this food." Mm-hmm. Now we're at the point where we can go in these restaurants again. Um, I'd rather go get pick up my food and cost me two dollars and fifty cent in gas to go get the shit that cost me thirty five dollars in service fees and uh, and lateness to get cold food. Yeah. Cause it, here's the thing, the motherfucker. I was on I was on DoorDash the other day. Yeah, especially if the food you're ordering doesn't travel well. Yeah, I was on DoorDash and it asked me if I wanted the person to make another stop to get me other stuff. Mm. And I'm like, no, I want my chicken and broccoli and pork fried rice. I've been eating that for weeks now. That's been my only that thing. Was a long ass pause. Because I, I had to remember what the fuck I ordered. And you, you should have just gone with Chili's Baby Back Ribs. That would have been <laughs> the perfect note. I agree completely. <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's, it, we know that we know they're getting over on us. But the fact remains, it's not hurting us to pay these prices. Now, if D.C. government is saying, hey, we're not getting enough of our cut. Which I think that's what they're saying. No, they're saying it's hurting the residents. So the, the, the lawsuit argues that Grubhub's promises of, f- quote, free online orders and unlimited free yeah. delivery for Grubhub Plus are misleading. While customers can make pickup orders for free, the company charges delivery and service fees for standard orders and service fees for Grubhub Plus, Plus orders, displaying the service fee until recently as part of a single line with sales taxes. Grubhub misled uh. district residents and took advantage of local restaurants to boost its own profits even as district consumers and small businesses struggled during the COVID-19 pandemic. Because it just said taxes mm-hmm. and fees. Right. It didn't, it didn't line item out. Yeah. They, Grubhub ch- charged hidden, freeze and use, hidden fees and used bait-and-switch advertising tactics, which are illegal. Hidden freeze are what you get from Domino's. <laughs> uh, I've learned that. Uh, they, they were like, hey, you want to get some hidden freeze? And I was like, freeze? What you get? What'd you send me, a molten cake? Oh, my goodness, those are hidden freeze. 
I'd be good with that. You know where I got a hidden free from? Where? Hip hop fish and chicken. (laughs) What was it? It was a piece of fish. And your chicken? Didn't ask for it. It came with the fries, didn't it? They just they just had an extra just a fried piece of fish in a container. I didn't ask for it. I was like, all right, <laughs> this is delicious too. More crack. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. That, that is what you get from hip hop chicken and fish. Oh man, but we can get out of here, Joe. Yes, it has been a fun week, man. Miss Miss Dreadhead, it was definitely a pleasure meeting you, ma'am. I had a blast. It was definitely a pleasure meeting you as well. <laughs> oh man, tell people again where they can find you at on the internet. Everybody, you can find me online on IG at Miss Dreadhead 33 underscore. See you there. Oh, Mary. All right. Do you have any shows coming up? Uh, Yes, I actually have one. Uh, it is Friday, actually, in Landover. Let me get the address so everyone can know. Before before we get off here, let me just get the address because like it was literally sent to me this morning. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so let me let me get the address. It is at 337 Bright Sea Road, Suite 103, Landover, Merlin. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Come on out and have some fun. All right, definitely. <laughs> I feel I feel like it's gonna be a, a hell of a fun time. Follow Miss Dreadhead on Instagram, please, folks. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I've seen her lives. They're always lit. It's always entertaining. Yeah. Definitely, definitely do that. Uh, definitely worth your time. Uh, I enjoyed hanging out with you tonight. I was great getting to meet you at uh, the show we did in front of like four yeah. people in, in the in the exactly. in, in the ghost bar with the uh, with the no no room in the back. Um, exactly. <laughs> It was. I'm glad we, it ended up being uh, a, a safe place to perform, and not the uh, not the murder room we thought it the was. Was hard too. There we go. <laughs> hey, I, I can appreciate that. I'm, I've been in the sketchy places with Joey Lafaro in, in the uh, past 20 years of us hanging out together. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, man, but Joey, where can they find you at, man? Uh, at Lafaro Comedy on Instagram, but uh, follow uh, comedy sh- at comedy shows near me. Uh, Definitely got a lot get of that. awesome fun shows coming up. Uh, it'll be weekly. Um, you can see all of our lineups there. You can see who's coming up on the next show. Um, you can see profiles on our comics. Uh, it is, and you'll be able to see get some uh, promotions for discounts and, and other fun stuff too. Awesome, man. Awesome. And you can find me anywhere you find the Dot Comedy Podcast. You will find DJ Marcus. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at DJ Marcus. Period Comedy. That's right, DJ Marcus, period, comedy. I, I, I can use the period in mine. Okay. Yeah, everybody else, they choose to use the DOT. I don't use the DOT, goddammit. I use the period. Because that's the end of the statement. Because it's Seems DJ Marcus. I'm, I'm sorry. It, it does. It feels aggressive. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you're fighting scorpions with your special heavy time. There you go. He's so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, man, DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, Candace Hogs, we are the Die Comedy team, and we will see you next time with more fun and more thrills on the Die Comedy, Comedy Podcast. Podcast.